Welcome everyone to the Freddie and Alyssa show. Me, if you're new to the channel. <laughs> subscribe, like, comment, all that fun YouTube stuff. <laughs> if you're watching on Facebook and you want to like the page, that'd be amazing if you're listening on a platform like iTunes. Hello out there. If you want to leave us a five-star review because you think we deserve it, that would be incredible. We've been putting up content now for many years. About to hit our five-year anniversary of the Freddie and Alyssa show in just two months, and we appreciate you for stopping by. I don't know where that came from. It was in Whoa. the DNA. It was in the genes. Nailed it. It's how you just work it in. Nailed it, baby. Thank how you. long has it been since you've done that? You've got a little bit of water here. Is I that just from got your out of the shower. <laughs> shower. Now that I'm shower. working with a physical brokerage and I have trainings and meetings and happy hours and showings and clients and all of this stuff. Well, with clients I always dressed up nice. <laughs> but now I'm I have to have myself together so I can't wear my my t-shirt and shorts anymore. I, I've, I'm building up the wardrobe, but I really like my blue polos. You look so handsome. He's got Thank some you. khakis on the bottom. I yeah. love this vibe. I love this look. It's giving professional, winning at life, realtor Energy. Fred. <laughs> I need to get a, I, I'm, I'm gonna go get myself a whole new wardrobe just because, because part of me working with this, with this brokerage is that I'm gonna go into the reunion uh, hotel which is called the grand and i can sit at this desk and i can generate myself leads and i want to have many different outfits for that at least yeah. five i'm not going to go crazy but i'll just wear the same five just monday through i don't know how many days Swap a week i'll go out. and also but, too for anyone who doesn't know so reunion is a very big i guess vacation community mm -hmm. big for long-term rentals um investment properties and so i would say what is it five thousand visitors per week come in and out of reunion per week it, or I, per month or per month but if you think about maybe but either or say it's five thousand per month let's just even say yeah. that number that's 5,000 individuals who are coming in new traffic, who are falling in love with this community, going, oh my goodness, I want a vacation home here. And they have everything from condos, townhomes, to um, you know, a estates. regular modest house, to mansions, mega mansions, estates, all that fun stuff. So they have like a little bit of everything. And I think that's why it's just so well-rounded. And so many people it's got love something it. for everyone. One hundred percent. And even if you want to visit, it's such a cool place. Like if you want to be on the Disney property and you're going to stay at like a hotel, I understand the appeal sure. for that. But also, if you're going with family and you want more space, there's many Airbnbs around um, the area. Like a, an, an insane, even in a Disney in general. Oh, I'm just saying yeah. it's like an, it's unbelievable the amount of Airbnbs. But in Reunion. It's 15 minutes from Disney. You've got golf. There's so many other amenities depending on <clears throat> which property you stay at. So, yeah, even if you're coming to Disney next time and you're not even looking to buy but just looking to Airbnb, Google Reunion. And uh, they have a hotel that you can do the traditional hotel stay. But there's also condos, townhomes, like she was saying, villas, big houses. That If you have like six family members coming, you all split. And they have a water park. They have a golf golf courses. Yeah. Excuse me, um, mini golf <laughs> restaurants, and it's in a really central area. Now they've built it up so much. There's so many yummy, delicious restaurants outside of the gates of Reunion as well. Yeah. So we enjoy it. We the like Ameri the, the 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 Americas. It's it's very American. Very American. Like they do have some restaurants inside, and then you're like 15 minutes to if you want to be fancy. They've got the Mortons, the Ruth Chris, they got the Ocean Prime. That's oh, about 15 minutes. But um, 
But outside, you've got the Olive Garden, you've got Longhorn, you've got a Ford's garage being built, Miller's, Chili's. So you've got your McDonald's, Wendy's, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's all really close. Today, you're going for training and work. Is that right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I love to see it. Well, I just want to learn more. Yeah. What, like, as soon as someone shows me what to do on anything, Mm -hmm. I just, I'm like, just, just show me what needs to be done and I will do it nonstop. So it's just, I'm just trying to find some new ways. Like, I'm curious when they do call training, um, what they mean. Well, is, is it like calling you... expired listings? Is oh, it... is that what you're doing today? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Or it's that. specific. Maybe it's specific to the areas that they farmed. Right. So maybe it's not cold calling, because I remember them saying they don't do much of that. Well, it's interesting, too, because basically when you put a listing up on the MLS, it's what they call active. Now, you'll generally have a um, contract with your realtor. Say you go, okay, I want to be with you for six months. Say that's what yeah. I'll sell your house in six months. If six months passes, then we it cancels itself or it'll expire. So people cancel. Sometimes sellers will like change their mind and go after one month. No, you know what? I want to withdraw this. Let's get things can happen all Mm -hmm. the time. So depending what happens with the listing, other agents will see, Ooh, this just expired. I want to call the seller, see what happened and see maybe if the listing is something that I could help market and sell. So other realtors will call and they, they'll track and see all the different properties out there. So that's what you kind of mean by the different cold, not cold calling, but the calling aspects. Because you would say different things to, depending what happened with the listing, you would have a different you know approach with each one. Yeah. So I always love, love, love hearing and absorbing different information about that. Because I've done, I've done a few of those types of calls in the past. Um, some went really well, but again, with any sort of call, when people don't know who you are on the other end, you don't know what you're going to get. So you just have to, if it's cold calling, if it's a warm lead, you just have to always do it with a smile and you have to always ask questions, be nice, listen. People at the end of the day, they love talking about, you know, what happened with their house. They like, they will love to tell you, oh, well, this is why I it didn't sell. And they'll go into it, yeah. like the whole story. So it might be a little different because this is going to be, I would assume, a majority of investors. I, I don't know. I'm, Depends I'll be on where they call. See. That's so. true, too. It could be other other areas. But it'll be fun. It's always yeah. a, That's what I love about real estate. It's something new every day. All the time. And I like just having a team because, again, if I was just like, all right, so I'm going to call expired listings and I sit in our office and I'm just like calling. It's great, but you're also like, it's nice to be with a team of people. And so everybody can give you input. You can yeah. work together. You can learn together. So just having that camaraderie has is, is been really nice. So, um, but yeah, I'm excited to see everybody again because we, yeah. we went to a happy hour on Friday mm-hmm. and me and Alyssa got to meet everybody and they were uh, just so kind and I just love their vision I think we're very aligned and just also laid back for being a bunch of rich people. Uh, you never know which <laughs> kind of rich person you're going to get. And they were all, you would never know. You would never know um, their success. They're just so okay. humble, but also incredibly intelligent. So when you're sitting there having riveting conversation, you're like, I can see why you do so many in sales because right. you're just very personable, you're humble, and you're incredibly intelligent. So I'm just going to be a sponge, be around them as much as possible and see where I can fit in 
and uh also though i love they did everything in style because this happy hour we went to was at one of the reunion like mansions yeah it's probably like a five to ten million dollar mansion and it was just stunning and it's just so nice to honestly like for me dream build and see that and be around it yeah and you're just like yeah like we both looked at each other we're like we need this one day well (laughs) yeah they just go well someone owns it might as well so be us. who yeah like what so i mean that's that's how i look at anything it's yeah. like if someone has like an incredible body i'm like well they did that so like what did you do and then you just follow it so yep. it's like who the hell owns this how do they do it or if you're in real estate or investing and I ju- you just got to just follow someone who's already done it and and just be able to you know to achieve those kind of things yep. i think it's that's it, like just worth the competitive nature of it of like 100%. trying to win because there's so many people in the game who are trying to continue to succeed and you have to, you know, be smart and you have to build your skills and you have to keep climbing. So that's what I feel like you and I have always done. We find great happiness in progressing mm-hmm. and learning new skills because then it becomes every day is different. And you also get out of your comfort zone. And when you leave that part. Um, when you leave a meeting, when you leave a training, when you leave any sort of situation that you were nervous to be in and you exit, exit it, you feel like a stronger person because you overcame the fear. You overcame well, the nerves. that was me when I filmed. I didn't really get to talk to you guys much about it, but when I filmed the Grant Cardone episode yeah. of pitching him this 19-unit beachfront property, I mean, that was... Talk about stepping out of your comfort zone. Yeah. I'm here with this like billion-dollar real estate mogul, and I, and I would just told myself, I'm like, girl, you got this. Like, yeah, he might have way more experience, but you got this. You know this is a great deal. Just go and crush it. But it really was one of those experiences that when I finished it, I go, wow, like, you came out better on the other end of this because you put yourself through that. Yeah. Like, it, it was wild. It was intense, but it was amazing. And I'm so excited in the future for y'all to see that. But you got to always put yourself in those positions. Like, it's what they always say. Don't be the smartest person in the room. You yeah. want to fit. I love walking into a room and seeing a lot of successful people and just figuring out, you know, what each person does. And it was that whole John Maxwell thing. Ask every person in the room, what's the best piece of advice you've ever received? Because then you have all this incredible advice. Yeah. From all these really successful people. So that always excites us. I know we love to learn and, you know, continue to grow in whatever we're doing. So I'm really excited to see where this brings you, yeah. this journey. It's it's going to be fun. I feel like this year we've really been aligning with some awesome opportunities, incredible yeah. people. And we always said 2023 is the year of saying yes. Like we are saying yes to every opportunity because mm-hmm. you just don't know where it's going to take you. Where one saying yes to one thing, even if you're kind of like, well, I don't know, you might meet that one person who introduces you to an opportunity that changes your life. You don't know. Yeah. The more, the more you're out there. You might meet the love of your life because you said yes to something. Yeah. You know, and and whether it's business, relationships, just happiness in general, you just don't know. Just say yes. Just try it out. Mm -hmm. I love that. And, and, it, and it is the, the whole like energy and attracting. It's like the more the more you say yes, the more you get out there, just the more things that come to you as well. And it really is that simple. It's just getting out there. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like we were just in such a place where, you know, the last, you know, like September through December of last year was just a lot of house stuff. 
It was a lot of like chill and family time, which has its own part in your life where it's like that's so necessary and so beautiful and so fun. And but then when you come home at night, then it's you by yourself going, wow, that was great. But then you're in your own thoughts going, well, I need to build a life where I can have my family here more often. I can do more things with my family. I can provide my family more value in having fun or maybe being able to take them somewhere they've never been. So I'm always motivated, like, especially when you're around friends and family, because you want to have that more often. Of course. And you want to keep up in the ante and having fun and going to do things. And even if you, like, go to golf, you're like, oh, I got golf. Right. Like, how cool that is. Or, right. Or, hey, dinner's on me. Like, little things like that are just so, like, I like doing that kind of thing. So it's just nice to be around family, to be inspired. But then yep. when you're sitting with yourself, you're like, all right, we got to grind we got to move forward because we were very, we did very well last year, but mm-hmm. I was like, this year we've got to truly 10 exit. <laughs> like that. not double, <laughs> not even triple. I wouldn't be ungrateful for doubling or tripling. Same. But I, I, I want a com- significant life change. Let's go, baby. Um, I want more responsibility. I want to meet more people. I want to do more work. Um, not even really travel. Like I'm, I'm interested in traveling a little bit, but just, 10 xing because yeah. we just needed to find it. it took a few years to see where we're going now we have a path yep. and now it's time to just go all in and then and then raise up so grind time baby yeah. um so, you know well let's do it i have a very interesting random fact that happened today and i'm curious if you ever heard of this so i was at my favorite little starbies and the barista gave me my coffee and she goes oh my goodness i love your nails I was like, oh, thanks. I was like, there's chrome on them. It's this whole thing. And she goes, you know what's really crazy? When you work at Starbucks, you're not allowed to wear nail polish, period. And I go, really? And she goes, yeah, because we deal with food, drinks, and they're afraid maybe it'll like come off. Yeah. Yeah. And she goes, I did work in another restaurant in the past, and they didn't care. And she's like, I would think with Starbucks that gel, which is what I have, would be okay because it stays on, like it doesn't chip. But I go, I never thought of that. Well, you don't want to open up your coffee or your latte and have a nail floating in it. No, or so. But you red also would paint. understand. It's like how people like every now and then there's a hair. I mean, a, I mean, a you fingernail would be that. disgusting. That that's not good. But why not wear gloves? Is it harder, less efficient? Hey, I get it. Every business has their there, protocol. There, you know why there, there was issues, and they go, "Let's end this. Oh, I don't want to solve this problem anymore. Let's just cut it out." And that's one of the requirements of working here but i think you get like free college I was so it's gonna a good say, trade-off Starbucks gives no nail awesome polish money. but free college you're like okay i'll do it i'll do it well i read a very interesting article i'm curious if you've heard anything about it there is this tech guy who sold his company i think it's like for 800 million and he now is spending two million every year on his health to stay youthful yes yeah. did you hear about this not really I've heard people like this. Okay, so tech entrepreneur spends $2 million a year to regain his youth. Um, blah, 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 blah. Coming, coming, What's the coming. main things he's doing? Okay, so the super rich software developer reportedly has a team of 30 doctors monitoring his bodily functions and coming up with ways of reversing the aging process in every one of his organs. Both Johnson and his team are obsessed with the scientific literature on aging and longevity and are always eager to try the most promising treatments, closely analyzing the results they have on the tech entrepreneur's body. 
Johnson, Johnson started his journey to reverse aging a few years back, has already invested millions in both human talent and advanced equipment to reach his ultimate goal of having the body of an 18-year-old man. The body delivers a certain configuration at age 18. True. This really is an impassioned approach to achieve age 18 everywhere. He's aware some people may consider his obsession with this goal crazy. It's expected and fine. They're calling it Project Blueprint, and it includes strict diet guidelines, exercise, sleep at the same time every night, and only after two hours wearing glasses that block blue light. Huh. As well as various extreme and sometimes painful medical procedures to monitor and measure his progress. Advanced blood tests, MRIs, ultrasounds, and even colonoscopies are all on the menu for the entrepreneur on a monthly basis. I treat athletes and Hollywood celebrities, and no one is pushing the envelope as much as Brian. Jeff Toll, an internist on Johnson's team, said. But all this work, pain, and expenses have paid off as the scientists on his team say that the tech mogul is indeed getting younger. Now, this is the crazy part. Looking at Brian Johnson, it's clear that he looks much younger than the average 45-year-old. But the doctors on his team claim that their data also shows a drastic improvement inside his body. He apparently has the heart of a healthy 37-year-old, the skin of a 28-year-old, and the lung capacity and fitness of an 18-year-old. He also only has 5 to 6% body fat, which is quite remarkable for his age. How old is he again? 45. I don't know if y'all can see this pic. <laughs> what was his name? They can Google. Brian Johnson. Let me see him again. His skin looks soft. I mean, he really does look young. I for... know. He's forty-five. Well, there. I mean, there's a there, there's that um that Doctor Sinclair. What's his name? I know his last name is Sinclair. Is that the thirteen-year um uh, study that they Dave did? Sinclair. Um, yeah, where they're starting to find... Like with the mice and stuff? Yeah, ways to... So like aging, I think he called it, um, aging is a disease that we all have, and he's been focusing his whole life on curing that disease. Huh. So that we don't age. But then the whole question becomes, well, if you don't age and you can live forever, that's going to change again our entire mindset of like, everything we have in life from from work to travel to like what would we do like we're gonna end up building yeah. the craziest things because but then someone like elon musk was saying he doesn't want to solve the problem because he goes a lot of people hit a certain age and they never change their ideas and in order for the civilization to continue to evolve you need people to die out with old ideas to make room for people with new ideas and you kind of see that in our government a little bit where everyone's just so damn old and it's like, I'm sure you're out of touch. Yeah. Like yeah. the whole entire, like imagine getting a bunch of 30, 40, 50 year olds all in office, just how different, even big companies do that. They're excited when 30, 40 year olds join a company if there's like a bunch of 60s and 70 year olds because they're like, we need to learn about the new culture. Just innovation of the so, new group of the consumers that you're going to be dealing with. And the world and the world's problems, yeah. like there's a lot there. But yeah, if you could, I mean, if you could live forever, that would be interesting. But then you'd also, um, the value of a life would become so significantly different. 
Because if you even think about, you know, and this is, I don't mean to sound morbid, but like somebody who's 97 who passes away, it's sad, but it's way more sad when you hear about a six-year-old. Well, because the 97-year-old like, got to experience life yeah. and live a full and life. And we're already like, wow, 97, like you yeah. made it really, you know, yeah. but if you can live forever, then life is going to become incredibly valuable because it's like even more valuable because the only way you would actually die would be through like an accident or a violent crime. Well, that, that part too. Okay, so bear with me on this crazy thought, but... You know, your girl loves a good conspiracy. And listen, at the end of the day, I love exploring everything. I love seeing what the just ideas could be out there. And they've said that a long, 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 long time ago that there could have been, quote unquote, giants. Because when you look at the seven wonders of the world, everyone's mm -hmm. like, how did they have the technology to build this back then? And it always makes me wonder if a theory like that is correct did they live a really long life and then that entire civilization was wiped out from whatever happened and then we all had to start over? Like I always think if an asteroid hit tomorrow and we're all wiped out, everything that we keep, our prized possessions on our cell phones, our bank accounts, our pictures, everything, it's all gone. If someone comes all here in 500 years, no one's going to know what this is. All the real pictures that we don't even have in our house anymore because we've never been. Oh, yeah. Like, what's left to remember us? What kind of artifacts are there? And I just always think of those types of things. How are we to know that back then, like, what were they doing? What was their technology? I think they were further advanced than we believe. Just my idea. And and, and it's just that there's there's just so much that, we'll, that we don't know because we're not capable of knowing. Yeah. Because I even, we've always used the analogy that like our pets live in a world where the internet exists and they'll, they'll live in this world, they'll continue to live in this world, and they will never have the, um, the mental capacity to <laughs> understand the internet. Us as humans don't understand how it works, but we understand what it is. Yeah. And they'll never understand that. And then I heard Neil deGrasse Tyson say this on a clip too, where he goes, you can't teach trigonometry to a chimpanzee. But us and the chimpanzee, our DNA is so close, yet we are so significantly smarter that you could never teach them trigonometry. He's like, so what's to say that there's not that we're not the chimpanzees to there's the next another, group that they're that their their children are born knowing trigonometry? Like, and and we we'll just we just can't like the dog doesn't know Wi-Fi is here. Like there's just, I think there's just higher and higher I agree. intelligence and power that we just don't know exist. And we're, this is just all we know. Just like Benji just That's knows he what knows. he knows. He knows food, water, protect, mommy, daddy, strangers. Oh, I like them, food. But that's like, why I have to believe there's so much more than we could even fathom about life after death. Yeah. I, there, there's just no way that, like there's a reason that after all these years, none of us know. There's a reason for that. <laughs> Like we're yeah. not supposed to, just like the dogs are not supposed to know about the internet. That's not what or they're... can't know. <laughs> it's just not that they're they supposed to, but there's just a reason. And I just, I don't know. I don't get me started on this topic because I'll go all day long. But I just love exploring every avenue of ideas because at the end of the day, no one really does know. We can have our best choice, but there's really yeah. no proven. I think it's amazing we know what we know. That's like how true. the hell do we estimate that the universe is like five billion years old? Like how do we, I mean, they like dinosaurs were here like a hundred million years ago or something crazy That's like that. Insane. 
insanity. And we and, don't and even it's like, know oh, much the about fossils that. and like they know, but I'm like, well, how do you? Like, I wouldn't know. Like if I was a, if I can't, if I was the only person left, I even saw this comedian say that. He goes, if I could time travel back to 1920, he goes, I don't really know how I would help. Like people would say, like you're from the to- like 2023, like what they goes that there's like a phone that's in your pocket, and it's like, well, how does it work? I mean, I don't know. I just know that you talk on it, or like there's like a satellite, but I don't know what that is. Like we don't really we know. know much. And if we saw like bones, I would go, how do how would I know that that dinosaur is 100 million years? Like how like who? Uh, how do you? How know? did you we get? How know. did you take all the bones? Go, and how did someone know over? This one is that old. Yep. Yep. But so my whole point is like I'm still just astonished that we even know what we know, but hey, yet there's just so much more. There is. Have you ever heard that the lottery? <laughs> this is really out there, guys. <laughs> that the lottery was invented so they could capture time travelers. <laughs> that should be a movie. I mean, shouldn't it? Yes. Isn't that such a funny, interesting thing? But hey. well, that should be the movie where they actually invent, like they, like when, whenever the lottery was initially invented, should be when the movie takes place, and they know they found out about time travelers and, or a, a time traveler, and they invented the lottery so that they could catch them. But then the lottery was just like making the government money and people oh, happy, and they're like, let's just keep it. And it like pans out in this small town, and it's like hey, it has to be a comedy. Next but. great script. I just rewatched um, the Time Traveler's Wife. I'm always so fascinated in those types of storylines. But can you tell I love fantasy? I love it so much. Yeah, it's it's pretty wild. Well, we have access to just so much information at this point, and but I, and you know what's interesting with us though is like I'm just curious, but I don't have any like like definite stuff. 100%. Like I'm just I just like hearing people's theories and just like whether it's right or wrong I'm just like I'm just interested in letting it all like swish around and just think about it and I'm interested that when something becomes a fact like the day they actually figure out how the pyramids were built then it's like now then we tell know me I go okay but until then it's like let's look at all the theories and figure that but out that's why too I freaking love astrology there's so many things about it that I'm just always like holy cow this is so on point but. The main thing is that if the moon can affect the tides, then you mean to tell me that these huge, huge planets yeah. aren't going to impact my tiny little body? Well, it's, you, there's got to be something there. Well, we we're, we're affected even by the weather. Yeah, like you feel the full moons. You feel different <laughs> when it's cold, when it's windy. You feel different when it's cloudy. Yeah. You feel different when it's raining. Sometimes it's like. You're like, oh, and then sometimes it's beautiful depending on what's going on. But your mood's affected. When the yeah. sun is out and there's blue skies, you're naturally more happy. So yeah, there's something a, there. Yeah. Well, so on this sunny day, I think we're going to – I think I'm going to get a nice little run in. You're okay. You're do your training. Yeah. And then uh, come home and cook some dinner. Cook some dinner. And just continue to get after it. It's February 1st. Happy February 1st, happy, y'all. Yeah, happy, happy February 1st. Uh, dry January is over, but I'm still I'm still doing it because I have a lot going on in life. But there's I also fell a lot off to the celebrate. Wagon on that one. <laughs> yeah, I had you, a damp January. You did, but I had a lot of family in town. It was fun. But we'll see. We're we're gonna we're gonna you know there'll be a time and a place. But I'm just really trying to hit my uh, fitness goal. Mm-hmm. I got like ten more pounds I want to lose, 
and so having a drink or a cheat meal is only going to slow that down. So, But you looked really great in that wedding styled shoot we did. We got the video back. Check it out on our Instagrams. That he turned out. I'm so glad amazing. that I, yeah, that I lost like 10. And I want to lose like 10 more so that I can be back to like where I need to yeah. be. But at least I didn't go, you know, crazy no, you the last great. year. I, I only, I, I mean, I gained probably 20. I lost 10 of it. So I got 10 left. But um, We're so doing I'm going to keep it going. Yeah, just it. putting it all together. But uh but yeah, thank you so much for being here with us. We will be back next Wednesday. And uh, we're just wishing you a phenomenal week. And uh, we'll see you next Wednesday. Bye. Take care, everyone. Bye.